Ross. Mr. Miyagi. Is that I did. <laughs> I did actually Miyagi that up, didn't you I? You miyagi that just a little bit? Yeah. 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 You know what I saw not that long ago, just by chance, uh, was the episode of Community where they had the live version of Karate Kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That is a great episode. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. 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 I can't remember where it was on, but I, I saw it. And just... Jason Manzoukas as the director. Yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Who's, who's fantastic in, in that role? Doesn't yeah, he end up yeah. coming in to play? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, does he play? Um, I forget how that turns yeah. out. But yeah, yes. it's <laughs> very, very funny. Yeah, yeah, that was good. We don't talk about that this week. We don't know any, no. anyone Why from we? community. Yeah. Uh, although until now we do. Gillian, what's her name? Was on um, Gillian Jacobs. That one. Gillian Jacobs was on. Um, good God. She was on, what do you call it, the other day? Season two of Love just uh, came out on Netflix that she is one of the And that might have been what she was talking about on James Corden. Possibly. Mm. That that would make sense. Didn't Alison Brie just get married uh, in the last week or two? To Franco? Dave Franco, I believe. No, to Franco, the dictator. Franco, (laughs) yeah. To a Franco-Marxist rebellion. That's who she got married to. Yeah. 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 So I guess that means uh, she's not interested anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Changes my plans for next week. Does it ever? Mm. Not in any way. Mm. Uh, Listen, Tim, we've got a lot of biscuit uh, situation to deal with this week. It's quarterfinal week. Yeah. It's It's the start of a big, 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 big thing. It's kind of <laughs> so big, it needed five bigs. Yep. It's the big showdown between the Monte Carlo and the Mint Slice this week. It's like a mad, 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 mad world. It is, yeah. Except yeah. with more bigs than mads. Than mads. If yeah. it was a big, 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 big world. Yeah. That sounds more like yeah. Wobby's world. Did you ever see that movie, The Big Fucking Giant? Uh, I did see, I did uh, read the book. Sure. <laughs> In fact, no, that's not true. Mr. Byrne read us the book in Mr. library. Mr. Byrne. Mr. Byrne library. In the library. In the library yeah, class. Yeah. It was like a class, except... Uh, it was a bloke reading to us. Yeah. He was yeah. a nice man, Mr. It's a Byrne. bit like, mm, I'm supposed to be scheduled a, 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 an hour off every day. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> I'm going I'm to send you off to the library, library class. Yeah. Where the librarian can just read another Roald Dahl book. Yeah. 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 Sure. Uh, I'm not against it. No, it's fine. It's it's it's, uh, it's a good thing to do. Was there actually a big fucking giant, or was there also a big? Or was it the big big friendly? Pretty sure there was a big, there was a big fucking giant. Right. That's know. a porno. It looked pretty fucking big to me. That's the porno version of it, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I I would I would defer to you. Yeah, <laughs> that is my that is that is my um, wheelhouse. Yeah, that's the one. Is that your bailiwick? That's my sweet point. Yep. <laughs> sweet point? I don't know what that sweet is. Sweet point. Yeah. You know, in the cricket Sweet bat. spot? Sweet spot. That's the bit. Sweet spot. Fucking yeah. words aren't going well today. Is that your Goldilocks zone? <laughs> that is my three bears. Yeah. <laughs> that is right in my muffet. <laughs> oh, is it my tuffet? And Sorry. here I am sat beside you. It's right in my tuffet. Sorry. Yeah, because it's a little Miss Muffet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is a tuffet? That's, oh, how clever that they got Muffet to run with Tuffet. Good on them. Oh, what a what a literary genius. They couldn't just call a little miss. Let's see. Uh, you know what they call that uh, phenomenon, Tim, is the, um, it, it's sometimes referred to as the, uh, what was it, the Monopoly Man uh, syndrome? Yeah, yeah. 
from the um, there's a joke in uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective mm. where yep. he's just finished doing something ridiculous at a party and there's a guy who has been dressed as the guy from Monopoly for the purposes of having a guy who's dressed as the guy from Monopoly at this party. Yeah. So the Jim Carrey can go, hey, go back to the Monopoly boat or some oh. such thing. Which is like, well, that would be a clever reference if it hadn't been completely constructed. To, Just for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying they should have, the words really should have been, little Miss Jean Stagg sat in her beanbag. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Jean Stagg, she's a touring English comic, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she'll be out here for the for the comedy, comedy festival. festival. Yeah, she's good. playing um, Tuesdays through Sundays. Yeah, uh, yeah. The cloakroom at the town hall. Yeah, yeah. 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 So just before um, uh, Eddie Ift. Eddie Ift, yeah. and, and then if you want to stick around for the late show, you got Dorothy Muffet. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. So opening for Paul Foot. <laughs> yeah, Muffet and Foot. Yeah, yeah, Muffet and Foot is the name of their. Uh, their, their <laughs> That's chat how they tour, aren't they? Yeah, 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 late yeah. night chat show, Muffet mm, and Foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this week, so we've talked about what we've got. Uh, all we need is a bass player. Have you found us anyone this week to play? Uh, but I the thought bass? you were getting a bass player for this week. So I've got to call, go into my my bag of tricks again. Yeah. And uh, this week, uh, out of that bag of tricks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Paul McCartney's in this week. Paul McCartney's in this week. Yeah. Cranky. You know, I, Paul, good to see you. Sir Paul. I, Sir Paul. I, I mean, it's yeah. sense of familiarity is yeah, nice. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he's, he's uh, you know, no. he's, he's, not, uh, he's not, not a very formal fellow. I like that. Yeah, like no, that no, he's no, willing no. to turn up and uh, do stuff. But have you seen him in, um, is it, the, you know, the Dave Grohl movie? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Sound City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were yeah. great in that. Yeah, good work, Paul. Oh, thanks, lads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I play the bass now? <laughs> yeah, but away you go. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Watch me for the changes. Season seven. Seven. There's uh, witticisms. Vincent movie talks. Vincent Game of Thrones as well. Oh, boy. It's been such a long time since we it have has. done this. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's You know, it's been not that long. It's been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is how long it had been when we did that one. A couple of weeks. Yeah. We've become now the world's premier bi-weekly, no, bi-weekly or uh, bi-weekly, yeah, bi-weekly, yeah. Sure. Uh, the Biscuit Podcast. Yes. Yeah. 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 I didn't know there was, uh, that, that division was so... Uh... Uh, sparsely populated? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep, we've got it cornered. Yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> that's how we're in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what you got to do. So they talk about targeting your audience. Targeting we're, tar- your audience. we're targeting just biscuits. Yep, yeah. biscuits. Targeting Not too regularly. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Well, I mean, you got to be careful. Yeah, you, you do. You, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think just like yeah, be careful. Yeah, that's yep. that's good. Yeah, yep. keep it, breathing. That's a good idea. It, it's it's up there with. So last time we we uh, we met, we had uh, too we, much of something is too much. That's that's good, that's good yeah, advice. Yeah. yeah, but we also had try to be a little less shittier than you were yesterday. I think that's a good. That was a good. Yeah, that was, that's a good right? one to live by. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This week's advice: be careful. Be careful. Careful of <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, particularly stuff that could harm you or others. Yep, careful yep. of that. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, well, and and being careful, mm. 
you will maybe a less shittier person than yesterday. Yeah, you might. And yeah. not a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so it all builds. That would also be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the end of this, this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and we're done. We'll see you next week. <laughs> You've got some juice. <laughs> oh, wait, we've still got... Oh, well, no, we've got the big quarterfinal showdown. Oh, yeah, we do. The quarterfinal showdown. Speaking but- of quarterfinal showdowns, Tim. Yes, yes. Do you have any quarterfinal showdown news for us? <laughs> well, well, the clip Are there quarterfinal showdowns going on of any sort that... No. ...concern us? Right. No, I, I only, Okay. So we're getting close to finals in the, in the basketball. Okay, yes, yes. So the Clippers today beat the Jazz. Yeah. Uh, which they've been doing all right the last couple of days. Yeah, uh, we we yeah, had a we yeah. had we've had a good, few good wins, and then we did drop one to to Dallas, but then we beat the Jazz. Um, what's their? What do you think their uh, their little not mannequin? What do you think their uh, their <sighs> fucking words aren't working today? Yeah. <laughs> their little guy who walks on the their side little of the guy <laughs> who walks on the side of the their court. Little guy, yeah. Uh, like we've got their a, mascot, we've, like yeah, that's the word, mascot. Fuck. Um, uh, like we've got a clipper. Like we've got a we've got a guy with a barber, just as a barber. And really? A, and a um, no, I just made that up. Why was it good? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a, I hope the guy with the boat. Uh, the only one we really know is that the pelicans have got a pelican that looks very scary. Uh, that looks, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the who's got the parrot? Someone's got a fucking scary parrot. Oh, is they did the a pelicans? whole run on it. On um, I think that's the pelicans. Really? Yeah, yeah. They did a whole run on at midnight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was yeah, the, okay, the scary pelican. A, yeah, did not, I don't know if it looked like a pelican to me, but they, uh, yeah, there you go. Much. Yeah, no, that might yeah. be part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, okay, the Jazz, the, the Jazz, yeah. they're going to, for their, the, well, they will have a large, a kind of over-accentuated Ryan Gosling as their... <laughs> Is <laughs> their mascot <laughs> playing a double bass? Uh, yeah. <laughs> For some reason. Um, uh, no, the, 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 I would think they would have um, like a saxophone. Saxophone would make sense. Yep. Right? Yep. And it's a, like, it's a lot, it's a tall, like you could imagine someone dressed as a saxophone, right? It would look <laughs> odd. Okay, so. But then. You're incorrect. <laughs> jazz oh. is an abstract concept. So, <laughs> so what they've got is the jazz bear. The jazz bear. Yep. You know how bears love jazz. So it looks a lot like Michael J. Fox from Teen Wolf, really. It does. It looks a lot yeah. like that. He looks like he's about to yeah. and it, go out on the court and dunk some slams. Yeah. It's better than the jizz That's bear. That's the phrase, right? Dunk some slams, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, actually, let's have a look what ours is. So the LA Clippers mascot. Uh, the LA Clippers I mascot. I mean, you can deride someone else's mascot all you like, and I encourage you to do so. But, I, yeah, I think you need to start at home, right? That's You, you need to start. Yeah, well, mascoting you begins at home. Yeah. I think right? that's, that's what we, what we all we'll, know. Yep. We'll learn that, yes. Current mascots. Okay. Uh, going through some of the some clubs don't have a mascot. Yeah, like the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets don't have a. Mascot. They could have had Annette. Annette. <laughs> they could have had Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Yeah. To each game. The Atlanta. Yeah, so some of them. Is are, she busy? 
She's, no, I think she. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, got, she's got time. At yeah. times, she'd yeah. be quite busy. I'm sure. Yeah. So some of them are quite should be quite easy, like Atlanta Hawks. You get a hawk. Got a hawk. Harry the hawk. Boston Celtics. Uh, well, you'd get you'd get you'd oh no. <laughs> I, I'm see. I'm concerned. It's a leprechaun. Larry the leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, you'd have an F-18 Hornet, right? <laughs> close, but they've just got a, a Hornet. I've just gone with the Hornet. Oh, okay, Hornet. sure. Chicago Bulls. Uh, that's a bull. I've seen that one. Yep. That's, uh, yep. Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, so you have someone who does something in a slapdash manner. Uh, <laughs> well, yep. So <laughs> CC the moon dog. So CC the moon. Do you have a picture of that, Tim? Because I, I, um, I do have a picture of Sir CC the moon dog. I'm not sure which one that is. I think it's the one on the right, but it could be the one on the no, left. No, no, it's the one on the left, on the left? for sure. That's a cavalier, if oh, ever man, I've seen I, one. My eyes aren't focusing. <laughs> I can't see what that one. Well, they both got Cavs shirts on, but yeah, I think he looks more cavalier, doesn't he? That yeah, one on the left. Yeah, he looks yeah, like a, yeah. he looks more musketeer. Yeah, that's the gun. Yeah. Uh, it's the sort of thing. Cleveland musketeer. Yeah. Uh, let's go down to find As where we are. Musketeer. L.A. Lakers. Uh, no, no mascot. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. What are they gonna? You know, what are they gonna do with the mascot? Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, some sort of timber wolf. Yep, crunch right. the wolf. Yep. Crunch the wolf. Mm-hmm. Unlike when they have a name. Oof, how about this one? Oklahoma City Thunder. They've a, they've a lightning bolt. They have rumble the bison. Rumble the bison. <laughs> I like that. Have a look at that guy. He looks like a muppet. Something from the Muppets. Oh, that I think guy. It, I think it's the one on the right. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's not. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's a bison. Yeah. That's good. That's done well. I, I like bison. The Orlando Magic. Be better if we hadn't slaughtered them all. <laughs> there's one left. Country. Yeah, there's that one. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, God. The uh, Orlando Magic. Oh, Harry Potter. is the. <laughs> They've got Stuff the Magic Dragon. Stuff the Magic. That's fair. Stuff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> uh, um, it's like HR Puffin stuff. This one is a bit of a worry. The Washington Wizards. They could have also had Harry Potter. Right. They've got for something they've got for something called G Wiz, who looks like the Cookie Monsters oh, messed with Gonzo. He, he's a bit like the um um uh what am I thinking of? <laughs> he's the um Grover? No, there's no? another team that has the uh like he's just he's the do they call him the oddball or something? Oh yeah, is that that's from The Simpsons? I think. Sure, but that- <laughs> <laughs> the isotopes or something have the. No, it's like a, that. isn't no? it the? Mm, I don't know, the capital city team or something. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the L.A. Clippers have Chuck the Condor. Chuck the Condor. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm- no. I get the relation. Because I don't know. Did they get a condor costume for cheap from somewhere? Condor Man. Condor Man. Oh, yeah. they watched Condor Man. They watched Condor like, Man. And then this, they... is, this is the pinnacle of, of superhero movies. And then, This is how, how can it get better than this? And then someone said. Except that this is not in any way engaging. <laughs> so I didn't mind Condor Man. Uh, yeah, but you were eight. I so what eight. did you know? <laughs> you were a fucking and idiot. They probably, and they went, well, hang on, some, someone said, 
It's nothing's changed. <laughs> Someone said, we've got the costume we could use. And uh, so here he is. Here's Chuck the Condor Man. Oh, boy. Yeah, he looks... <laughs> he wears Chuck... 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 Chuck sneakers? Yeah, Converse. Uh, Chuck Chuck Converse. Yeah, yeah you know, Chuck Jones. He Jeez. does look like someone you wouldn't lend 20 bucks to. No, you certainly right? wouldn't. <laughs> gonna, he's going to be our picture this week. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. You're just pretty happy that you found a picture. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, actually, you know what? It's probably not. because Chuck Taylor's at the shoes, of course. Chuck Taylor's. Um, because this week's picture will probably be the Monte Carlo versus the, oh, uh, the mid-slice. Yeah. Um, uh, now, now, I'm getting excited for that, Tim. Do you want to know why we've got uh, why it's a condor? Why it's a condor? I would like to know that you, because maybe it, doesn't, just, it doesn't make sense to me. From Runyon Canyon to Venice Beach Courts to DTLA and all across SoCal, fans will find Chuck wherever Clipper Nation flies. Okay, sure. so maybe there are a lot of condors around this 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 team that's been imported from <laughs> from, not from, San, San, from San Diego San Diego so that's still it's LA still a different city yeah still, a different city. <laughs> still California sorry still California still California yeah. I'll give you that Chuck it's laces up his coast. Chuck laces up his talons every day in Converse Chuck Taylor All Star sneakers it's nice when your mascot also has sponsorship yep. isn't it <laughs> yep Condors have the largest wingspan of any North American bird, stretching over how how far do you reckon? Oh, uh, twelve feet, ten feet. But yeah, that's pretty good though, and that's what you want in a basketballer, right? Yeah, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. good yep. reach. Condors can fly at speed. How else are you going to slam those dunks, Tim? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what that's what you need to do. Condors can fly at speeds of over blank miles per hour. Um. Dun, dun, dun. 80. 55. Yeah, well, yeah. 80 sure. 55. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, I was wrong, but, um, you know, that's uh, the that's freeway speed. And I didn't give you any uh, warning, pre-warning on this. I, th- yeah. what, about, what about in a dive, Tim? What about, the, what about that? I reckon they would get faster. Like, you reckon? Yeah. The, okay, hang on. Um is that, <laughs> what is the average airspeed of an unladen condor? Um, I was going to look it up, but now I found a new picture of of, of our uh, of our mascot. Oh, that's great! I think <laughs> these some of these pictures of our mascot could explain our up and down form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flight speed of a condor. That's what I'm going to look up in uh, Google here, Tim. All right. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's an inspiring figure. That's what I'm saying. While you're looking that up, uh, I've also found the LA Clippers theme song. So We have we, a theme song? We have a theme song, apparently. Uh, Is it by Jefferson Airplane? Uh, it, sh- it should be. 55.9 kilometers an hour. Is there Miles tops? or kilometers? Uh, sorry, Miles. Okay, yeah. that's all right. So they were they were right with over fifty five. Here's a bit of here's a bit. No, of... no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, yeah, miles an hour, miles per hour, ninety kilometers an hour. Yeah, yeah. Here's a bit of a theme song while while you get the, the next fact. This is when I was there. It sounds a lot of like booing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some uh, exuberance. Well, here we go. Yeah. 
traditional theme song. No. No. The AFL would not have that theme song no, at all. It's not offensively uh, difficult to listen to. You can't march to that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm loving it, but it's really not, yeah, not the putrid march rehash that we sort of uh, yeah, which, have. As, which uh, we love. In the AFL. Uh, any more condor facts there? Or should, should I just go to, straight I'm into... trying to find the diving speed of a... Diving speed of a condor. Yeah, because that, you know, they accelerate on a dive. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm going to just go to rodentpro.com. Oh, well, that's... You, know, <laughs> that's you, haven't, gonna... you haven't got that in your favourites already? Oh, I presume that's why it, uh, why it came up so readily. So California Condor, this is, well, the maximum airspeed. I, it, it must include their, their dive speed, I suppose. But, see, I, I must have been thinking of the Osprey, Tim. Oh, well, the Osprey is 80 miles per hour. Hey, that would be just... That's the next one up in that, the list. That would be crazy if, if the LA Clippers had an Osprey. Yeah, that would be weird. As a, why would you have an Osprey when you could have yeah, a Condor? Also, it's the California Condor, so it yeah. does make sense uh, it, yeah. in terms of location. Yep. It doesn't look like Condor Man, though. No, and that no. listen, that's probably for the... What, now, Condor Man, was mm. that... Um, I'm having trouble with names this morning, but was that played by mm-hmm. that bloke? Yep. <laughs> if I if I said one word to you, would it give you? Would it be, be the? If I said Betty, yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was played by um, by Barney Rubble. Yes, listen, <laughs> when you Michael Crawford, when you yeah, Michael yeah. Crawford, that's the that's the chap that I was hoping it yeah was not. Uh, yeah, certainly when you cast a heroic figure, you think Michael Crawford, right? But you, but he's surprisingly good. Because remember, he he like turned he's out, versatile. I'll give him that. Because remember, he's, he played the Phantom of the Opera. Sure, mm. he's got a singing voice. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know that being the Phantom of the Opera is also. Otherwise, like a real manly <laughs> rock roll. You are remember, creeping around in a mask, uh, singing in a suit. Swinging from the lights. Didn't he do that bit in... I can't remember. I didn't like Phantom of the Opera all that much. But um, but I like the bit that goes... That's pretty good. Sure. That's a good bit. Yeah, that's the highlight of Phantom of the Opera, yeah, in case you're yeah. looking for highlights. Thanks. Yep. Uh, do you know who else was in... In Condor Man. Who, who else was in there? Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed. Mm. What was Oliver Reed doing? Well, drugs, probably. Just <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like there might have been a lot of drug usage involved in, there. Con- what was it? it? It was, though. It was the period. Is and it, and it wasn't Disney movies. So. so Woodrow, Woody Wilkins... Yeah, he is an imaginative yet imaginative yet eccentric comic book writer and illustrator who demands a sense of realism for his comic book hero, Condor Man. He's a little bit like Birdman. See, this is this is what this is what plagued us in the seventies and eighties is ideas for like comic book movies that from people who had never read a comic book. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, well, I don't know the history of of that, but it's, it's possible because it, like why does you don't think, think like why does this hero have to have anything to do with a comic book? It, like it doesn't. It doesn't help. That only makes the story dumber, right? 
How is it dumb? Because what he did was he craft, he's crafted himself a Condor Man flying suit and launched himself off the Eiffel Tower. How is it dumb? Ah, the test flight failed. Yeah. And, and he, he didn't into fucking the die. Yeah. Also, why would you go to the Eiffel Tower to do that? Test it off your fucking garage first. <laughs> <laughs> then, if that works, try maybe from 20 feet up. Like, don't... Why are you buying tickets to the fucking... It's just the fucking dumbest. It makes sense. It makes sense. So does the next bit. Later after the incident, Woody is asked by his friend, CIA file clerk Harry, to perform... Also, (laughs) did Isaac Asimov go, oh, I better build a shit ton of robots and test if they're going to start killing people Yeah. so I can figure out whether or not I should write some stories about robots. It's just a fucking dumb idea. You don't need to... Do that. It's got nothing to do with... Also, it means that as a hero, he has no motivation. He has no motivation to be a hero, except that like his only motivation is to go, mm, yep, a guy can fly. Well, he's not even qualified to figure out if a guy can fly. I get like, it. He has no qualification. He fucking writes a comic book. Also, they've lumped in... He probably writes and draws the thing by himself, which is... Yeah, uh, comic book writer and illustrator yep. yeah yeah yep. you know it happens in, in independence but like it's, 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 none of this none of this gets you from ordinary guy becomes hero but he's not an ordinary guy because he's got friends in the CIA who he helps who he helps do paper swaps with and when he's there when he's, so he's doing a paper swap with someone in Istanbul and he meets the beautiful Soviet woman named uh, Natasha. N- Natalia. Natalia. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Who poses as a Soviet civilian. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Woody does not tell Natalia his real name, instead fabricates his identity as a top American agent, codenamed Condor Man. Impressed by Woody. See, that, that's the bit that makes the most sense so far. Yeah. So back in Paris. So like I think he must live in like Paris. If you, like if you, buy, if you buy the other... Yeah, and Paris, such a fucking superhero city. Uh, it's got Condor, man. Yeah. Like, why would you set this in Paris? <laughs> you would set this... Why would you set this in Paris? Um, uh, what the... Did, did Michael Crawford say, listen, I'll make this movie... But I do want six months in Paris. That, that could be it. Right? He, also gets like, to go to, he also gets to go to Istanbul, Yugoslavia, Switzerland, Monte Carlo. I think they use Paris for all those locations. <laughs> and Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Probably that too. Uh, okay. Production. Um, it was inspired by The Game of X by Robert Sheckley. No. Uh Condor Man was filmed in Paris, Monte Carlo, and Zermatt, Switzerland. Reception. Ross fucking hated it. <laughs> uh, it didn't do well. Well, uh, it's, just, like, it's just fucking... I, I, I mean, I presume I was fucking eight when I saw it, and I was like, well, at least we get to see a guy fly around on screen. That's something, right? But it's just fucking dumb. I, dumb yeah. Like, the, tying it... like. I don't remember Playing the idea of a, like a comic book style hero to comic books. It's just fucking ass about, right? I'm like, trying to think of another example, but I can't. So, right. yeah, it, is, it doesn't make any it doesn't make any goddamn sense. It has an official website, which they must have launched in 1981. I'm assuming <laughs> for it. they would have struggled. 
No, it's just it's just no, it's taking us to the Disney's official <laughs> yeah, official website. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm so so. Let's not review uh, Condor Man then. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, instead, should, should would you want to? Maybe get, we can forward that to how did this get made? <laughs> Let's see what they can do. Doesn't with actually it. say because I thought this might have given us a bit of a how did it get made, uh, but it doesn't really. Uh, other than saying that uh, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert featured the film in their roundup of the year's worst films, pointing out the less than well. special effects, um, such as the visible harness and cable used to suspend Condor Man in the air, and obvious blue screen effect. Well, what he didn't really fly. Um, There's a difference between effective blue screen effects and obvious blue screen obvious effects. Is, that's true. Yeah, particularly uh, if you have visible harness and cable. Is that not good? <laughs> no. A comic book adaptation of Condor Man was published by Whitman Comics at yeah, the time of the film's release. Yeah. Whitman Comics. Uh, that's right up there, Alec. <laughs> okay, so they're not good. <laughs> if so, if you want to pay someone to publish a comic book, no matter what. <laughs> uh, they, they might be they might be in the market for that alright let's have a, okay this could so. but then are they saying like well, see this is the this is the fucking dumb part of it they going and this comic was written by the guy in the movie why why is he doing that why is he going and this is what happened to me and this is how I was a craven piece of shit in this scene when I didn't realise I could be a hero and this is what like why is he writing that story like, you see what I mean like it's it's us about fucking because he's Michael Crawford oh, fucking hell <laughs> fuck Michael Crawford for goodness sake uh, I'm not. I'm not behind that at all. Uh, so here we go. There's some trivia about the movie, but it's more about Michael uh, Oliver Reed uh, sure. was drunk. That sounds right. And he tossed his costume into the sea while they were in Monte Carlo. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> Uh, anyway, look, have you have you seen any? Uh, no, hang on. Should I should I dig the biscuits out? For, I reckon for it's the quarterfinal showdown. Biscuit v one. Quarterfinal oh. showdown. This is the big one. Oh, the mint slice. That's a mint slice right there, Tim. Speaking of where some of this film was, oh, was, there was, you go. Was, was made. Turn it back in. To all ties together with. The Eiffel Tower of Biscuits, Monte the Monte Carlo. I'm just going to do a quick check yep. here. That's uh, oh, 250 gram. No. 250 gram in the uh, Monte Carlo. 200 gram in the mint slice. 0.5 of a health star rating. Now, is there a customer of on there? Customer of No. No customer of customer Yeah. Oh, a consumer of Ah. Oh, maybe that's what it was, a consumer avant. That's a consumer avant, you're right. Yeah. Consumer. Consumer. Yeah. What's consumer? Is that it's... French for consumer? <laughs> uh, Does that mean I... Yeah. Consumer avant. Consumer. Like fancy for used by date. So there's been a lot of talk about this matchup, Ross. Yeah, I mean, we've been generating a lot of talk about it. Yeah. Just around the office. Yep, yep. Same. Just around the water cooler. Yep. I uh, I spoke to someone at, at work about it, and she said, wow, that's like deciding between your two favourite children. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you might call it a kind of a catch-22. 
<laughs> depends how many children you got. Yeah. Uh, what if you that horrible family from the south in the US? You uh, like to bang around with their kids. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Isn't that a thing that happened with them? A consumer of just means best before. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. It's a bit disappointing. I prefer the Avant, the whole conversation we had about Avant <laughs> last week. Yeah. Sure. If only we'd known it yeah. was part of a phrase. Yeah. Uh, but how could we have known? Buggers that up. Yeah. We to take that episode down. Um, <laughs> now, should Shred we... Shred it. Shred it. <laughs> in case someone finds it. <laughs> the traditional way of deciding uh, who goes first is with a dice, I believe. A dice roll, yep. yep. Uh, so... Do we have a D3? Uh, no. No? There's a bag of dice to you oh, right there, Tim. Bag of dice. There you go. Can you sing the traditional bag of dice? Bag song? of dice. Bag of dice. What's in this bag of dice? It's not a friendly neighbourhood bag of dice. <laughs> so if I take one at random... Yeah, you can a do lot. that. Just listen to how many dice there are in this bag of dice. It's a goodly amount of dice. Oof. It's like a raffle. Probably more than a pound of dice in there, Tim. Look at what I got there. That can you identify that? That's a D ten. That is a D ten. Do you know how I knew? You counted the sides. I <laughs> roughly guessed that there was yeah. five, five on the top there. Well, the, and that was a bit of a pentagon. That's 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 a that's a five sided shape. Yep, and it's I obviously thought. mirrored. That's that, what, that's ten right there. That's why I went with ten. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So do we want? I to- like your deductive reasoning there, Tim. I support it. Can we? Should we say that the mint slice goes? Odd numbers and the Monte Carlo goes even numbers. That, that that's that's good yep. process of elimination yep. there. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, and the the whoever comes up goes first. Well, they get to decide. Well, they get to decide. They get okay. to decide. Yeah. Sure. Yep. sure. Okay. Yep. Oh, yep. uh, well, that's even even numbers. numbers. So mint slice, you've won the toss. Uh, what would you like to do? Oh, I think we'll go first. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, so uh, Mint Slice. Good on you, Mint Slice. How are you feeling about uh, about today's matchup? I'm going to do the voice for both, am I? All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn, Tim. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've taken it. I'm not going to lie to you. We're pretty nervous about today, but we're, uh, we're very well prepared. Um, uh, do, you, do you feel like you, uh, you, you're notably chocolatey? Yep. Do you feel like that's a sufficient advantage going into the match? Uh, look, I think we've been chocolatey for a long time now. Uh, we've, uh, I think that's true. <laughs> we've kept ourselves, we've kept ourselves out of the heat. It's a bit sticky out there in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, you'll see, we've got uh, quite a tough exterior, Did and you- the experience that we have with chocolate combined with the taste of mint, you'll see that uh, that being chocolatey in the heat's not going to not going to help, not going to hurt us. Uh, in fact, as you hinted at. People do like a bit of chocolate, and people do like a bit of mint, and we're relying on that to get us through this round. And do you uh, have any fridge work in your preparation? Uh, we've, uh, well, we've we've kept within the legal standards of, of fridge work. We've spent sure, the uh, sure. twenty of the last twenty four hours in the fridge at a at a very uh, mild temperature. Um, yeah, we but uh, yeah, we, but we've we've, 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 prefer, been, just, uh, we've been tested. We're okay. Do you prefer uh, door, lower shelf, crisper, uh, behind the milk, back of the fridge, right next to the... Uh... It's a good question. <laughs> I, I, personally, I prefer the shelf. Do you like to move it around? I, I like to be like on a third shelf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Third yeah, shelf. Yeah. Uh, the worst place, of course, to be is on the top shelf because you, yeah, you might yeah. get some errant hands. 
Um, <laughs> Some Aaron Hands. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's our groundskeeper, Hands. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. He's actually not here today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're going to go first, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see how we go from there. All right, well... Uh, best of luck to you. Thank Obviously, you. I have to remain impartial, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm sure you'll. Uh, I'm sure you'll do well. Thank you. I'm looking forward to being inside your mouth. <laughs> I, I bet you are, uh, Monte Carlo. Uh, you've uh, you won. You lost the toss today, and you're going to uh, be coming in second. Uh, have any any thoughts about that? Uh, yes. Well, yeah. You can't run them all. No, you can't. You've got to, uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, look mm-hmm. at it this way. We've lost the toss. Mm-hmm. Maybe that means we'll win the game. Mm. Yep, well, <laughs> I, I admire the optimism. That would be losing something but winning another thing. And thus proving your point that you can't win them all. Right. Yep. But you can win one of them. Half of them. Have <laughs> you prepared for the uh, quarterfinal? I guess if everyone won half of them, that would be difficult. What? Well, no, because everyone, if everyone won half, then everyone... I would... was thinking of horse races. Oh, okay. If right. each horse won one half of them, I think that would be difficult. Unless... As soon as you have, say, six or eight horses in a race... Then you're in trouble. Right. Only... Oh. That's... If one of them wins, that's about... 12% of them, that's not anywhere near half. And then you're going to need to run a whole lot of other races with very few horses in them. You're going to, in fact, you're, you're going to need some two-horse races. Lots. And possibly some one-horse races. And and you're going to need, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble mathematically, I think. So not only can you not win all of them, you can't win half of them. Oh, yeah. No. Well, you can win half of them, but not everyone so, can. So on the proviso yep. that there are only two competitors. Correct. Yes. Which there are in this, this matchup. What, what do you fear the most about the uh, mint slice? What? What do you fear the most <laughs> about the mint slice? Maths? I, look. Or math. Is it math or maths? Yes. Because is it English or Englishes? <laughs> it <laughs> depends on where you're from. Right. Okay. I believe. But it's back, a dialectic difference. Oh. Okay. Uh, but but back to the back to the match at hand. What do you what are you, is there anything you're worried about with the mint slice? Well, they're a bit of a showboat team. Mm. I, I think they 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 turn up. They're very minty. Mm-hmm. That's mm. not for everyone. No, we can agree on that. But who doesn't... Chocolate, a little bit overrated in my uh, opinion. That's a big call, Monte Carlo. We are traditionalists. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We like the old ways. Like jam and cream. Yes. Right. And we very innovatively Mm -hmm. mix those together. That you have. Yes. So it's the traditional... That's innovation, not dipping yourself in chocolate. (laughs) But it's fun. I would not know. You wouldn't, and I choose not to find out. Have you ever? You've never considered dipping yourself in chocolate Monte Carlo. That is blasphemy. Because a chocolate dip Monte Carlo, you don't think that's uh, no? Yeah, look, you're giving me a. I don't. I don't like to judge others unless I observe something about them, Mm -hmm. 
and then I judge away. But that sort of behaviour seems non-traditional. It's not for you. Okay. Mm. Uh, mm. So, uh, well, anything else you'd like to add? before? If you we... want a chocolate-covered biscuit, why don't you just go out on the streets with those harlots Ooh. strumping around, the... all chocolate-covered? The chocolate harlot. Is that a, is that a biscuit? Uh, could be. Could be. It should be. I choose not to know anything no, about you're them. You're not in for the chocolate. So, uh, look, in the first round... We are a values-based biscuit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, what, are, what are those values? No chocolate. No chocolate is the main one of those values, right? We also adhere to the traditional have one thing and then be on both sides of it. Have one thing... On both sides of it, yes. Well, that's a, that's a good way to have a sandwich-based biscuit, uh, indeed. Now, in the first round, you, you did you did come up against the Kingston in another traditional, uh, well, sort of location-based biscuit affair, uh, which has a chocolate. They're a young, they're a young up and comer. Yep, but they uh, they adhere to the correct ways of going about things. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that about them. Okay. Okay, well, that's, uh, look, that, it, it all seems in order. You sound very confident there, Monte Carlo. And, and, and why should I not? I, I've, I feel our, our winning is preordained. Okay, well, uh, that's all we've got time for uh, down here. Let's go back up to, uh, to Ross in the central commentary position. Ross. Hey, Tim. Uh, I, I, listen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting matchup. That's that's both biscuits sound confident. Uh, both biscuits, you know. Well, I, I, they've, I, I, and I, they've taken they're taking quite a different take on what their strengths are. The Monte Carlo seems to, I think, spoke a lot about that chocolate. I, I do think they're worried it's about a, the chocolate. It's a it's mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like uh, people who talk a lot about something. Mm. They've got a lot to say about it. that's the thing that... Uh, They're talking about know, it for a reason. Yeah. can be their downfall. Should we get into it? I think we should. Right, who's <laughs> going first? I think we should have. <laughs> now that we've taken it a while ago. to work out here. <laughs> so, here we go. I'll put the sound effects in later. Yeah, good. Yep, yep. Sound effects is... Oh, look at that. Good. Oh, there's one of them's... There's been an accident in the, in the, in the fridge. Oh. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's okay. The biscuits are still whole. Yeah. Just the third yeah. biscuit in is this one's just, sort of just got a bit Kevin Smithed. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's on an edge. It's gone. It's gone <laughs> from the third into the second hole. <laughs> his, uh, yeah, that's that's Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Uh, his production company is called Viewer Skew. Ah, okay. Well, so it's a bit of so it's you, a skew. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one. You take that one. There you go. All right. I'm gonna take. Position number two. Yep, that one's a little bit out of whack. And in the, the traditional way of starting a quarterfinal, let's have a biscuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, not long ago, <clears throat> they released the mint slice ice cream. Yeah. yeah. It was like in a tub. Yeah. Of ice cream. And that's one of the better ones, I think, that they've released because it was very... It, 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 well, it's also like it's flavours that you would already have as ice cream, right? But it also had... The right kind of biscuit floating around in it. Yeah, that's mm. pretty good. That's mm. a good way to. Uh... The other day, I found a polywaffle ice cream. So polywaffles have been out of you know they haven't stopped. They've stopped making those many years ago. 
Yeah. Remember yeah. The, old, the old polywaffle was like marshmallow yeah. and stuff. And I saw the polywaffle ice cream and I thought, this, this is going to be good. No, it wasn't. It was no good. The, it was, and ice cream doesn't often disappoint me, but it did when ice I Ice cream is kind of the pizza of cold things. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Even when it's a pizza that you've made, Tim, it's still probably okay. <laughs> Last night, well, we did a, after our big airport run and everything, it was about 10 o'clock we got home. Pizza. And it was, yeah, wasn't homemade pizza. And it was pizza and ice cream. And that was, that was good. I mean, come I on. I haven't had anything since breakfast. And that was, that was good. And why, yeah, did the, did the pizza place bring ice cream as well? Is no. that what happened? No, we drove. You just happened to have ice cream on hand? Yep. Yep, I had a couple of drumsticks from uh, a little while ago. The custard donut drumstick. Have you had one of those? No, but I'm not. Mm. Uh, it's not. That's not for me. It was pretty good. It's got jam in the middle of it, so I don't know why it's called custard donut. But <laughs> well, it's starting to sound better because I. Uh, you know, I mean, custard. I don't person? give a shit about custard. <laughs> Whoa! I would not cross the street for custard, but uh, jam filled. Mm. I'm in. You don't like custard. I just don't like it. Just tastes of bland to me. Wow, <laughs> I'm shocked. That's a rem- <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it tastes of uh, taste filler. It's mm. like it's like the word unobtainium. It's like we'll come up with something for this later. That's that's custard. I'm sorry like, that you think they've gone. Well, We'll whack some custard in this trifle, but later on we'll put something. What we later really on we'll in. figure out what it should actually mm. be. Okay, we might put right. some more jelly in it. Yeah, mm. another layer of jelly. Then that's not bad. Custard and jelly is hard to beat. You just don't like custard. Ah, uh, you? you know it's better than custard and jelly. Just custard jelly, and, custard and ice cream, <laughs> <laughs> or two types of jelly. Yeah, that's pretty good. Can you right? tell the difference between colours of jelly? Yeah, I mean, visually, yeah. yes, I can. Yeah, but with, but with your mouth, because some of them, are, with your well, mouth, hold, I, I think it depends on the on the brand. But that's probably a good, idea. and how you mix it. Yeah, because you can mix it to be too dilute to have a strong flavour. Yeah, or you mix it right and yeah. have let it have a little zest to it. Yeah, jelly's good. I mean, the, making jelly is a bit of responsibility, Tim. Mm. Well, I've never made it. Really? Mm. I feel. Elizabeth, two things Elizabeth doesn't eat. Right. Do you want to guess them? <laughs> I'm not sure that I should, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to guess that one of them is jelly. Oh, correct. Mm. Uh, and the other is, um, let's see, what what would it be? Uh, she she maintains this has the same texture as jelly. I think it's a little firmer, to be honest, but she thinks it has the same texture and so she won't eat it. Is it tofu? No, because she wouldn't be far off. <laughs> she wouldn't be far off with tofu, but um, to be fair, nobody should eat that. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. we've all agreed on that. Yeah, that's like that polystyrene. That, that was a classic misstep. Yeah, uh, that's it's like fuck. I'm going to be a vegan. What the hell am I going to eat? Oh uh, yeah, that's filler. Yeah, I tell you, yeah. Ooh, yeah. you'd have custard. No, that's got too much flavour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm at a loss, Tim. Uh, uh, Not some sort of noodle? No, no. It's something that's essential on a pizza, I think. God knows what that could be. Uh, (laughs) It's not asparagus. (laughs) (laughs) That was where I was headed. So, (laughs) 
Cheese? No. You have to admit, cheese is essential. Cheese is essential. If you're going to make a pizza... It's a binding element. Cheese is probably your top two. Right? Yeah. Base, that's taken care of. That's that's inherent in what you're doing. Yeah. Then, your tomato sauce, or in some circumstances, some stand-in. Sour cream? For tomato pot. Oh, Jesus Christ. The problem with that, Tim, is you should never be cooking sour cream. That's really? just fucking wrong. Oh, I like it. Yeah, well, <laughs> look. Um, and uh, cheese. That's where Cheese is cheese, yeah, yeah. Cheese. Here's what we did here at uh, Max Studios uh, yep. <laughs> a week or so ago. Yep, yep. I did some homemade pizza. All right, yep, yep. Uh, for the bases. Yep. Some uh, naan. From the no. from the supermarket. That's and like, it was a good that's size good. for uh, for a couple. That of, is fusing together two cultures that have the same flag, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. good, pretty yeah. good. Because uh, the, uh, the pizza bases that you can get from a supermarket, yeah. we're not making our own bases. I mean, come on, nah. let's face it. Um, uh, wildly varying in quality and whether or not you'd actually want to use them. Yeah. No, look, I'm also that. Base. But none, get a good none. I, I like to use the wrap. Yeah, wrap's good. Because I'm all about the topping, not the base. But here's the thing. The, it's not all about the base. Sure. But a wrap can be a little flimsy in terms of the manipulating it while you're... But you know what you do? Eating. You whack two wraps and you put cheese in between them. And sour cream. Well, now you... But you, and you lightly toast them first. <laughs> you lightly toast it first, so it make, gives it that little bit of firmness. Then you put your asparagus and salmon on it. <laughs> and meatballs and, and frankfurts. And chicken. And mushrooms. See, mushrooms are the other things you won't eat. Mushrooms are the other thing. That makes sense. I, 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 do, I do get... What you're talking about with the consistency there? That does mm. that does that makes sense? I don't 100 percent agree. Mm. I'm going to say 82 percent agree. 82? Yeah, that's not a, yep. so that's um, a good percentage, and right? also that's, a Carlton Premiership year. So yeah, that's right? so that's a bonus for everyone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's fair enough. I, I don't know. I I feel that mushroom is uh, pretty inoffensive. Uh, I, I, I don't mind it. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm all for it. For mushroom, oh, I, I tell you what's mushroom. good. Mm. It'll make a sauce out of that. Dump it on a steak. Yep, that's Call pretty it. good. Diane. Yep, <laughs> get on you, Diane. Yeah, yeah. Um, thoughts on the mint slice? I mean, I know we've had a lot of mint slices in in, in the past, and we, you know, they have gone through uh, the uh, the quarterfinals. Uh, this, there was round of sixteen. They beat the Jam Fancy in the round of sixteen, of course. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh. Mm. Um. Uh, they've turned up as uh, as good as ever. This is as good a match as they've played, I'd say. Mm. Um, they, you know, they're reliable. They uh, they know what they're doing. Out they're there, strong. They're very they, strong. They 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 brought it as they always do. Yeah, it's hard to hard to fault their performance at this point. They don't disappoint. They mean slice. I mean, they they are certainly their own particular thing. They have their own way of playing. Quite. Uh, quite like a Brazilian soccer team, mm. they 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 all do the right thing, but they're bloody good at it. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, so uh, yes, I can't. 
Can't fault. I, I, I can't. I can't say. Uh, I can't say they haven't done the right thing and and uh, and been been what they purported to be mm-hmm. and done a good job of it. Now, do we want to go straight into the Monte Carlo? Well, yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. Think about that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> let's yep. let's not overthink it, Tim. So. Monte Carlo, and it has spent the same amount of time in the fridge as well. See, I think for a Monte Carlo, the fridge is contraindicated. So maybe it's going to work against it. I just wanted to put everything in the fridge together in the same bag. So Nicholas didn't steal one. (laughs) See, I would have thought putting it in the fridge might draw his attention to it. That might be... No, because he knows that if it's in the bag with my juice, it's for for biscuit competitions on... uh, So there's 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 an established rule about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what happens if you put biscuits in the fridge, not not in the bag with juice? Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Just wouldn't bother doing wouldn't it. Wouldn't do it. Don't, why why would I do that? Why, says just, I mean, that's just foolishness. What do you? What suggesting? do I? What do I hate these biscuits? Do I <laughs> do I not want them? Am I like mm, these biscuits are not for me? I may as well put them somewhere well, where they are going to just disappear. I'm generally not a, a fridge biscuit person. Okay. So yeah, I, I would not. Are you a draw biscuit person? Where I'm, do you keep biscuits? In the in the, in the pantry. <laughs> in the pantry. In the pantry. Not a desk drawer. Not a desk drawer. No, well, we're not allowed to. We don't have desks. No, that's true. Yeah. You can have a desk in your home, surely. There's oh yeah, a, I do. But I don't what any... is what is the reach of Telstra? No, look, we now have uh, <laughs> um, uh, large telecommunications concern. We now have a policy at home where it's uh, it's a it's a hot desking situation. It's a hot desking. Situation. Luckily, I'm the only one who turns up to work. So, hey, there you go. So I can just leave my stuff there generally. Right. But it's set you up. Just hot desk to and from your same desk. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. You know, if anyone else turned up and wanted to plug their laptop in, they could. I suppose. I suppose I work under a similar yeah. <laughs> environment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can so you can plug yeah, just plug your stuff in, and yeah. uh, you got the second monitor there. The, the the good thing about our hot desking at work is there are three monitors, so you oh, got your okay. two your yeah. two big monitors side by side, and then your laptop monitor is your third monitor. Like, yeah, I yeah. do like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm lost without that now. Yeah. But I, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes, Monte Carlo number two. Well, where do you keep your biscuits? In the fridge. Uh, normally fridge biscuits, um, mm. but really only if they're chocolate based. Mm. A um, a filling based uh, hard biscuit like uh, like an Arnott mm-hmm. uh, Monte Carlo, like a Monte Carlo, yep, or a um, family assorted. Mm. That's that's pantry work, yep, right there, yeah. Yep. Even that's though cu- that's cupboard city. If, even though, could the cream be? No, nah, the cream should be okay once opened. Here's the thing: mm. if the cream's got time to go off, you're not doing your job. What the hell? I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's like people saying, "Ah, oh, can't drink a pint of beer; it goes warm." Pints are stupid. No, no, pints <laughs> aren't doing the wrong thing. You're doing the <laughs> wrong thing. Drink quicker. What are you? Okay. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> to let the pint get warm. What the hell? But then if, you, you, if you're going to take three hours to drink a pint, you shouldn't have ordered a you pint. Shouldn't in the have first a pint. Place. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. I mean, Some people gonna, are going to be sloppy drinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just foolishness. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. What are you going to do when you go to, if you have a stein? Oh boy, <sighs> then you're going to be in strife. Yeah, no, no chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Now, you, if you if you if you're ordering a liter of beer at a time, you're gonna be going, and I'm gonna have a fucking crack at drinking this. Yeah, that's, before it goes. Warm. That's inherent in your order. Yeah. That's what. That's what. If you're ordering any, anything by the liter, yeah, you yeah, you want to be except going, for maybe petrol. Uh, sure, sure. Don't drink all of that no. at once. No, no, no. 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 It, uh, if it's like unleaded. Or oh, yeah, like well, the special lead poisoning. The special lead, the special <laughs> ones that you can get. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Optimax or something. How, about, how do you feel about your your, your E10? Uh, I, I do like an ethanol based uh, yeah, beverage. A little bit of a trace of ethanol there? Yeah, yeah. Just to give it a little. I don't like traces of ethanol. No? It's nah. just. Because you, you've got to put the paper over the. Oh, <laughs> over yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's no, difficult like to do. Yeah. yeah, it gets all wet. Yeah. Is ethanol wet? I don't even know. <laughs> Let's say it is. Yeah. It's a liquid. Uh, all right. Should we, should take we get position in? number I'm one? I'm going to just start at number I'm going to take position number three. Because position number two got a bit smashed. Uh, okay. Well, they've maintained their crispiness. They are crisp. Mm. Through the fridging experience. Mm. And that's um, that is to their credit. Mm. As uh, that mix of Gilbert cream. and Sullivan would say, mm. the butchers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the butchers of Penzance. What is your favourite um, Gilbert and Sullivan musical? Um, I think it's probably Pirates of Penzance. Oh, you've got one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. No, um, oh, I think I did go and see one once, but I don't remember what it was, and it involved. A guy in it who was terrible, who was asking for lines, like almost from the get go. That's not no. It wasn't that's good. not gonna. Mm. I'm not. Yeah, no. that's maybe not the fault of Gilbert and Sullivan. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but it. Mm. I'm not really into songs about. Is that a professional connection? No. no. Okay. Well, that's something. So it was, and it was to see a friend of my grandmother's in it, and she was fine. Was that one of those? Situations where you walked out and you're like, at least we can say you were good. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a couple were good. But it was when this. Because yeah. there's an inherent conflict in seeing someone you know and presumably like mm-hmm. <laughs> drink there. That could go west. That, mm. could, <laughs> that could be a problem. Mm. Mm. And often is. If it's a show I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some. There's an interesting article at the moment because the, one of the big shows in Melbourne at the moment is the play that went play that goes wrong. Yep. All about an amateur theatre company. Play that goes horribly wrong, or something. yeah, play that know. goes wrong. Mm. Yeah. All about a, an amateur theatre company putting on a play that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And there was an Makes article sense. yesterday about. Well, not all amateur theatre companies are that amateur. Should we? They should we really be picking on amateur theatre companies that much to get a cheap laugh? Here's the thing. No, you shouldn't. Mm. But uh, it's... I mean, we've seen some pretty bad professional theatre company shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The the narrative, certainly, if you have an idea, oh, what, if, what, if, what if someone was staging a play and it all just went fucking crazy wrong? De- depending on how you want to stage the, the wrongness and what you define as the wrongness... 
it is probably it is it makes more sense to justify that as hmm. these are amateurs they don't know any better right and and what's like i don't know what the narrative of the show is uh, it like are they well this is this is um i think it's like the something parish players are putting on a musical right parish players they're notoriously shit mm. right um, <laughs> and, but i guess the thing is these are going to be not people who perform for a living and that's not always the way in amateur theatre because you do get a lot of people who are performers. You do, yeah. You get a you get a smattering for sure, mm. but also like the amateur theatre in Melbourne is particularly strong. But that's not true of everywhere. Oh, and this is probably like in the backs, right? Somewhere if in you're the in country, Slough, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you may the not Slough's have. All right, though, they got David Brent. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> does that make them any good? <laughs> I don't know that it does. Uh, but you know, like there, there surely are. Um, yeah, and that's where it's coming from. I might respond and, to those guys and, and go, and, no. <laughs> Is that some people really are shit. Yeah, well, uh, there is and, that. And it's, I mean, I think you would agree, it's very, very, it's more common than not that when you go and see the, see an amateur show, there is at least one person in the cast who's obviously should not be there. Should not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah well. Not up to the scratch of everyone else. There is but almost always that guy was good. You were good. That girl was good. Yeah, she was fantastic. A as the, the and and there's there is often like down toward the here's the guy who plays the cop at the end who comes in and has three lines. You're like, oh, that guy. Thank goodness he only had three lines. <laughs> but, but I mean, we've I've seen there, there there professional shows where we've gone. I'm not saying it's unique to because professional amateur. shows you look at and go, they're, they're good on TV, but ugh. right, right. Mm. It's certainly not yeah. unique to amateur. Professional has their has their own problems, yeah. and sometimes that person gets cast because they have a name on TV and, and that brings people in. So that's fine. Right. I understand that, but, but probably still shouldn't be there. <laughs> probably shouldn't. But, in, but, but if it's getting more people in, then I understand sure. why you do it. Yeah. But in but an amateur show, because it's tough to cast and there's only so many people, mm. once you get past the first one or two, hopefully you have someone good for the first, mm. you know, the lead two to four to five roles. Then you might have to settle. Then you're like, uh, just let fucking Larry do it, uh, you know. And the, so you always have the, always, you often have that thing in a show where the, the you know, 80% is great, but there's just two scenes that are real fucking clunkers because there are and people who should not be on stage yep. and, or not be on stage doing that anyway. And we've certainly been in those shows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One guy comes to mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. so there's, there's, and it, it also makes sense in terms of, the, the who's fuck's parish players aren't going to have a good budget for, and that's part part of what I would have for imagined as well. the set. Or they're going to be making do with prop. You know, like the, they're not going to have a second standby prop side stage in case the one gets mislaid. They're just you know, that, so yeah. the, the potential yeah. for things to go wrong is. Uh, now, if you want to do something about massive incompetence and how money ruins art. Then you can do something at the other end of the scale about a professional company that just just gets fucked over by having middle managers come in and by, you know when when that. right when the, 
when Exxon Mobil starts funding your theatre company to as a you know public publicity outreach thing, mm-hmm. right? That's a different play, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they can be also filled with f- fucking idiots. Um, so that's that's fine, but. I, I think it uh, it makes sense to to do that to do it. Yeah, I think you're probably right too. And, so and the, Cor- the Cornley Polytechnic Drama Society. So Cornley, Cornley. Cornley. I don't, don't, know. don't know Cornley. It might be a made up place. Yeah, and that's probably not a bad idea if you're gonna, if you're going to make that show to make up a place. Yeah, and no one's saying that. Oh, and these are people who've put on. I don't know. Are they saying that and they've put on eighty shows and this is their latest and they're all fucking terrible? Or are they go well, this one happens to particularly go wrong. And that's why it's a notable story. I, yeah, no, I would say this is be more. It's gone wrong a lot with these guys, but. Hmm. But also, fucking who cares? Because because well, yeah. uh, also it, yeah. fucking people in theatre making theatre about theatre. Fucking calm down, for a <laughs> you know. Like uh, it's. Do it's... you think that's appealing to people only who are in theatre? Well, <sighs> well, you know what, audience. It's is... not. It's not appealing to people only in theatre. No. But it's also about sixty percent of what theatre is about. And, but you... <laughs> there's either like and the and the lucky guy who's the new neighbour is a playwright, or they, you know. But you know, there's a lot of fucking you know reflection is... of theatre in theatre. You know what audiences love? Fuss. When things go wrong. Yeah. They yeah, love they it do. when things yeah. go wrong. Uh, and look, they're not wrong. Like, the like the best the best bits of Saturday Night Live are always when, like, that guy is breaking. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Guy, um, almost universally, those are the things. And partly it's because, like, they're having too much fun doing this thing that is funny. And then... To keep, to keep their shit together, and and it creates a live dynamic and whatever, and 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 which also plays into the live theater aspect. Yeah. So perfectly to do it deliberately, perfectly though, reasonable to do it de- will be difficult to so, do it deliberately and pay it off so that it doesn't seem like well, it's funny that it went wrong, but also it was planned to go wrong. Like someone just wrote that down to go. But you've wrong. got to try to make, and it that's mm. not like that's not. In, uh, that's kind of not inventive. Mm. It's like it's like when you're watching, um, like if you watched an Agatha Christie or something like that, and the, the killer is revealed at the end. It's it's shitty and cheap when the clues were not misleading, but just fucking false, mm. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Mm. Oh, when I said that I saw you at the entranceway, I'd probably just remember that wrong. Yeah, he is the killer. Right, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. if the if the clues all add up That's and it turns writing. out it is that guy, mm. you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot to take into account that he had seven minutes to get from the drawing room to the, like, whatever it is, right? Right. But if the clues are just lies to you, <laughs> then that's when that breaks. Yeah. It's like a musical when a musical <laughs> isn't strong enough to take you out of the fact that it's a fucking musical mm-hmm. because La-la-la. musicals are fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, then it's, then, then the same thing happens. Like mm. it's, you need a certain amount of finesse to pull that off. Mm. Um, and that either does or does not happen. And, but, but doing a stage play, it, to a degree is about that level of finesse in the first place you know you're sitting in a building looking at people standing in a Mm. part of a room 
pretending to be other people. The cognitive dissonance is that after a while, like the story and the then the portrayal George is sufficiently Whedon. compelling that you you establish a cognitive dissonance to the, the, that you 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 do follow on with the story. Which is why when the guy comes in who's too shitty to play the three line part pulls you out. It t- pulls you out of it. You go, and you start observing like. The guy doesn't even know what to do with his hands. Fuck, how does he get around mm. with that? Mm. And then you're watching that and not being engrossed with what the letter from the Dowager Aunt is about, right? The, that's that's where it all fucking falls down. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. By the way, watch the... Um, this week, watch the musical episode of The Flash. Okay, they've done a musical a, episode as which well. Which is a okay. Supergirl crossover. Okay. Better than La La Land. That's, that's fucking... And, uh, you know, in that, they poke front at themselves for doing it. Mm-hmm. They had some solid songs, a couple of things with, like, standards, mm-hmm. which is... Um, they made sure they used people who could sing, you know, and they did it in such a way that through competence or design or what all those, those things, you weren't thinking about how stupid musicals are while you were watching it. You know, you went, went along with the ride. I, I imagine the songs were clever and, and on point and related to... Did they relate to... Like, yeah, some... As, as much as Buffy, like... Because Buffy was is pretty exceptional I mean, the, because the, that was the part Buffy of the story. Buffy musical that was the really plot. started this trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I don't think has ever been equaled by a pretty fair margin. And that's probably because the singing was part of the... Right. Was right. part of it, the... It, it was really It wasn't done. just a device. Just it was part as of the you plot. do as a musical yeah. was, was established, you know, uniquely in the style of the show to have a reason for being. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, so mm. it, it was done. I, I will say the Scrubs one is also very good. Yeah, I can't get into Scrubs. Sure, I can't help you with that. <laughs> but they, but they, their attempt at doing a musical episode yeah. worked pretty well. Yeah. Um, in the Flash one, uh, yeah, they establish a they establish a good reason why it should be. Uh, they establish a good reason why the rules of musicals are are applying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they have, as I say, a couple of the songs are like old standard songs to, to kind of gets you into. Oh, they're musicaling now, and then they have they have a couple of really good songs that are that uh, one in particular Flash? like really Even Flash Gordon. No, <laughs> um, that that would have been funny though if they just had a hint of that. <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh... <laughs> Uh, there's there's one song in particular about the Flash and Supergirl as a as a duet thing that's mm-hmm. really really good and has a, like a really good measure of them poking fun at themselves and each other and and um, re- like references back to the history of the shows and the characters and stuff and it's yeah it's quite quite well done mm-hmm. it doesn't like some of them some of these things you feel like. Wow, the, the, whoever wrote this episode took an extra weekend and wrote the musical episode. Mm. <laughs> that's not a, that's not enough. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, you know who knows what the, how much work they put in it, but it paid off. So oh, I guess right. it was enough. Uh, yeah. Have you seen a show? Talking of shows, 
Mm, Have yeah. you seen a show called Catastrophe? No, I haven't. Mm. I watched. It, they were being. I, I, I say that that way because I have run across it, you but haven't, I haven't. I haven't watched it. Yeah. So the, they were on the, so the two. Of? Yeah. The two. So it's an Irish woman and an American bloke. That doesn't really help. <laughs> uh, but they. They're sort of like our age-ish, so, you know, okay. low 20s. Um, oh, that's mid-20s. What, that's what we're going with? <laughs> yep. Sure. Uh, no, they're, they're, it's not on Netflix. Uh, but it's... So they're calling it a sitcom on this, but it's, it's... Okay, let me tell you. It's an Irish teacher and a Boston ad exec start a relationship after their lust leads to pregnancy. Uh, oh, so it's knocked up the movie. Possibly. <laughs> it's Sharon except Horgan. the except the characters are reversed. Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney are the two people, and I think they're a couple oh. in real life. But they Rob write, Delaney's they wrote it as well. Uh, it's an English show. Carrie Fisher plays his mum. Ooh, yeah. They were, but they were Sharon Horgan, Horgan and Rob Delaney were on Adam Hills's show talking about it. Right. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And then it was on, an episode of it was on, but it was like at halfway through episode, or series three or something. Right, But right. really funny, really easy to watch. It's good. So it's one I wanna, I'm going to add to um, the here's, list of things to watch. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Maybe series Tim, two, because it looks like it's two series. That appears to be not available in Australia. <laughs> uh, and let, so maybe if you go to iView, ABC iView. Nope, that's in my selection. I'm looking at uh, JustWatch.com uh-huh. now. And, um, yeah, Catastrophe. Not, not, not of a... <laughs> um, that's disappointing. So that's going to make it hard. Potentially catastrophic. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. yeah? Maybe not. Uh, About as hard to see in Australia as last man, the last comic standing. Oh, no, that's on Foxtel, I think. Yeah, but uh, but like one season of it? There's been like ten seasons. No, I think the new series is on there at the moment. I don't like it. Sure. Because that, the reason I don't like it is because... There was a woman on it who came over here and stole jokes and put them on and took credit for it and nearly won. Oh, who's that? can't remember her name. You don't like the comedian that she stole the jokes from, though. It was Lawrence Mooney. <laughs> sure. But to be fair, the only time I've seen him uh, perform, he was fucking terrible. He can be hit and miss. Well, no, I, 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 no, that's not true. I, I think he's more hit and miss. But, but also... But I know like, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, also, his choices in terms of content was straight out of 1961. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, it was a funny year, though. I mean, I... <laughs> I've been trying not to say things like faggot and retard for a long time now, and I'd, uh, I, would, I would encourage him to, to follow along. Uh, no, that's fair. <laughs> what a spastic. No. <laughs> yep. That kind of thing. Yep, that got dropped out too. Um, I can't think of her name, but yeah. No, I have seen him perform multiple times actually, and mm. the second, the other time that I, that comes to mind, just mediocre. Okay. <laughs> but um, but apart from that, he's great. <laughs> oh, he started in uh, an amateur theatre. He started at eighteen twelve theatre as a uh, lighting operator, I believe. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, look, should we um, 
Should we judge these biscuits? Because I do have a guest vote from someone at work. You have a guest vote. In case okay, there's a tiebreaker. So there's a tiebreaker tie situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we should. I think we probably should have before now. But uh, but let's do it now. I, uh, Tim, I've got a piece of paper here that's just primed for voting on. Excellent. Oh, it's not. So we're not going. We're actually using new papers. We're not using the uh, yeah. the old. Is it quarterfinals? It's Why special. Right? Quarterfinals are special. I'm just gonna just. Let's hang on. Let's put some sound effects. There we go. There you go. Yep. That's paper sound effect. Oof. We're gonna use the whole piece. Why not? Okay. Uh, let me just give you some biscuit thinking about do, writing do, down time. Do, do, do. Uh, I like biscuits. Uh, like these skits. A pen doesn't work. Um, that's possible. I'm going to give you this pen. Thank you. Or I have finished using <laughs> it. It's definitely going to start with an M. <laughs> it almost certainly is. Amazing, amazing scenes on uh, Survivor this week, by the way. Oh. I'm writing things down. Oh, oh, gosh. Tribal Council just went berserk. I can't imagine. Oh. Uh, now, I think we should pass these to each other. All right. We'll mark each other's work. Yep. <laughs> okay. So now we reveal on, uh, we go three, two, one, reveal. We reveal on reveal. Yeah. You've just looked at it already. So. Uh, I haven't actually. Oh. I've looked at One. Three. three. No, no. Go back. Three. Go back. Three. One. Is three. One, two. Uh, is it on? Come on, Goldie. After. Come on. <laughs> three, two, one, reveal. Ooh. It's a good thing we've got a... T- <laughs> That's why I thought I should pass you that paper, because mine says MS Readathon. Readathon. <laughs> I thought it said Rodathon first, I thought. The Rodathon? <laughs> uh, so that's a turn up for the I books. You I was... voted Monte Carlo. Well, I thought I was going to and... vote Mint Slice. And... and I've voted Mint Slice. Yeah. The Mint Slice... I don't know about you, Tim, but uh, I, I was a little bit turned off by that pre-game interview with Monte Carlo. I think, really? I think that guy sounds like a dick. <laughs> no, I thought the Monte Carlo sounded, <laughs> sounded like an sounded absolute reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I've got I've got a vote in my pocket from Katie. <laughs> now, she gave me this about two weeks ago when I told her this is yeah. the next one. Oh, I wasn't okay. sure if we were... Is this a, is this a hidden ballot? It's a hidden sort? ballot. I haven't read it. So it's been now, sitting... Now, I, I hope that this person... <laughs> it's very. It's been sitting here, very neatly and 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 tinily uh, folded up there. Yep. Um, I hope this person actually tried both these biscuits. Well, in preparation. Katie was the one who said that this is like choosing between my two favourite children. Yep. So, Katie uh, is like Katie is my boxing partner, and that's a real bucket list choice. Yeah, there, yeah. Uh, Katie uh, also has a food blog called What Katie Finds. Okay. Yeah. So when I say food blog, she takes pictures of food and stuff. You sure. I've, I'm thinking of putting together about a, a video, a food blog, whatever you call it, of just shit I have for dinner. Shit I have for dinner. <laughs> so like a tub of yogurt. Nice. <laughs> Some cereal. Yeah. Baked beans. <laughs> In fact. I started. Well, I, listen, we're in our early twenties, as you said. Is it? <laughs> and uh, it was. I started the other night. Uh, actually, it was the last time we. If, we, if you just, if you just for a week or a month, just took a picture of what you what you had for yeah, dinner for each dinner. night, would that be one night? I had a couple of dim sims and a pork bun. Yep, yeah. that's all right. 
Yeah. I like the pork bun. That's that's. Oh, cool. I did that I did in an arty way too. Like I cut a bit out of it. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think a, a blog that has you know sausage roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there should be more of that. <laughs> there uh, should. There yeah, should. Yeah. So I might. I might start that. Uh, yeah. All right. We were looking at a uh, um, uh, doing an, an ordered food situation mm-hmm. earlier. I'm going to say earlier this week, mm-hmm. just to be non-specific about. It. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, a burger would be really pretty good. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And there's a selection of three or four burger places that deliver Mm -hmm. in this area. That's pretty good. Um, One of them I don't like. (laughs) I just don't think they're very good at putting together a burger, Mm -hmm. Um, which is weird because shouldn't be tough, right? It depends because, yeah, like a a fish and chip burger are often not that great, but... Well, we'll come to that. Uh, the, The second option... Way overcomplicated the thing. Yeah. They're like selling like a thirty dollar burger that's a that's a Texan style this or that or a Louisiana double chicken. Fucking yeah. just come down and make a fucking burger, right? <laughs> like, or, if your chickens come from any like, state, it's got to be Maryland. So, sometimes that's, that's fucking great, but yeah. none of their burgers had less than twelve ingredients, sort okay. of thing, and. Yeah. Like I like this. That's sounding good. Is this right. asparagus <laughs> no. and salmon? No, uh, fucking possibly. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then there was another one which which we tried and um, fine. Mm. <laughs> but his 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 what are my things? Two sauces on a burger. That's you're not. Uh, that's fucked up. Should never need two sources on it. Shouldn't need it. They should always, and mm. also they're always going to compete with each other. You should have enough flavor from everything. You should have enough flavor coming from the bacon. If, you, if you're putting and the like barbecue sauce and and um, See, mayo on a burger, you're fucking something up. But barbecue sauce in the start. So I'm not a barbecue. Yeah, sauce I'm not. Fan. I'm not. I'm it's not too sweet. Uh, I, I will accept it in certain circumstances, but nah. I'm not. I'm not. It's poor man's tomato sauce. Yeah, but here's the thing mm-hmm. that I decreed. The problem is that any one of these delivery burger places is inherently, because of the nature of our circumstance, mm-hmm. competing with the burgers from our fish and chip shop down the road, mm-hmm. which are better than any of them. So the fish and chip shop burgers, so, okay, that's good. That's good. Because often... They're a pretty good fish and chip shop, and their burgers are just reliable. They are what they pretend to be. They're a well-put-together burger. They have good structural consistency. They're, they're reliable. They're everything you want. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that's fair and to say. they taste fucking great. But you're not going to get, like, a, there's a place called Burger Lab in, in Mentone and Parkdale. Sure. Fucking just a, it's only got four or five things in it, but it's just, your, your fish and chip shop wouldn't wouldn't bother with that sort of burger because it wouldn't be making, wouldn't be ordering in the... the, the right, 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 right. Look, listen, you want to be saying, well, I'm happy with, a, like, a... Burger with bacon and cheese, or a burger, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, you're standard. You're yeah. pretty down here. You you, you you got maybe maybe ten ingredients to choose from. Yep, and that's that's the gamut. Yep, but I tell you what, those those <laughs> ten ingredients yeah. are all well honed for burger making. Yep, and the that's the that's that's where their strengths lie, and they they give you a few different combinations you can go oh, for. Yeah. and so really, it's bottom rung. Is your McDonald's and Hungry Jack? Sure. Then your fish and chip shop. Then it should be oh, your specialist. I, I, I would, I would say, 
bottom, bottom rung is your bottom rung is your. Um, I, I would I would put Hungry Jack's little rung above McDonald's. Yeah, that's, that's fair because the Aussie burger is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and the bacon deluxe. Like, come on, haven't um, had them for a long time. But but sure. but McDonald's burgers. I mean, the, yeah. would you even go to McDonald's they, for a burger? They emulate a burger. Then <laughs> I went to McDonald's last week for an orange juice. You would go to McDonald's for some fries. That's what. But McDonald's do a good fries. Yeah. yeah, but I went for an orange juice. Sure. And you can't fucking go and order it. You have to go to a vending machine to type in your order. So I did all that. Okay. Yeah, scanned, go, go scan my card. And wait. Is this in the city somewhere? This was in Collingwood. Okay, sure. So, yeah, city-ish. It was coming home, yeah, from, yeah. Was coming home from Essendon. So about halfway, oh, fucking okay. thirsty. I want to get it. Yeah. So I thought, did that, right? Yeah, waited there. I saw them pour the orange juice. I feel like this was a misstep. Tim. It was. Because they, they poured the orange juice and then they left it there and... Did they not figure out that that was all of your order? They kept looking something? They kept looking at something and looking at something else and then they talked to each other and I was like, sorry, is that... And then they said, oh, sorry, I've got to deal with this customer here. So well, you're dealing with this fucking customer. You wouldn't... I couldn't deal with anybody. I had to plug my things into a machine. And I said, is that the orange juice for 142? And she looked at me and then she looked away and then she went, yeah... So it was good orange juice, though. You know, I was coming back from the footy. It was the women's, the final of the women's, the right, final Carlton right, women's, right. women's footy game. Yeah. He, yeah. He, mm. Here's a tip for you. Yep. Duck into a 7 Eleven. That's what I should have done. <laughs> right. The reason I went to McDonald's was because I thought I'd be able to go through a drive through, but I couldn't. But uh, then there was a yeah. car park, so I went, yeah, okay, I'll just park yeah. in there. Uh, I can see how you got led down the wrong path there, Tim. But that's, and the orange juice is quite nice. Also, here's a tip. If you if you if you get a, a salad from McDonald's, and I might have said this before, yeah, and you're like, oh, this salad's not very good. Yeah, yeah what, you, you shouldn't you, have gone to McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Not, yeah, no, no. Come on. <laughs> While we're speaking cooking, sure. Can I tell you? I, I got this cooking tip off neighbors. Cooking tip off cooking neighbors. Tip. And was this something Toadie was doing? No, he wasn't involved in this. Mm. Uh, Toadie. Toadie's involved in the biggest storyline of all time at the moment. Well, I can't even... With D and fake D. And oh, D and fake D. It's really fake D, but I'm a couple of weeks behind, but he's... So D, there's a... couple of weeks behind, Tim. How so can D, you let that happen? You know, D... Oh, well, because I only watch it at the gym. Uh, so D, you know, D was... What's her name? Madeline West. Sure. Oh, right. Yeah. So she... So they had an accident on their wedding day where yeah, Toadie drove did. off the cliff... Accidentally, because the brakes didn't work, and uh, she went missing forever. Yep. So, start of the year, she's rocked up. Yep. And she's got a bit of. Uh, so she's returned. She's returned. Returned from the dead. And not, I just want to say hi. Just um, spent seventeen years just wandering around in the wilderness. Yep. She she banged her head. Uh, someone helped her. Ah. And the person who helped her said, "You do get a lot of amnesia in these circumstances." Someone, yeah. the person who helped her said, "Oh, to- that Toady, he was bad. He must have mustn't have looked after you very well." And blah blah blah. Yeah, because the car accident is not looking after a person. All bullshit. Yeah, it's not actually her. It's someone pretending to be her, who is played by the same actress as her, who's trying to get money out of Toady. Ah. Yeah, and they've got a fake daughter. She said, "No, I was pregnant at the time." As well, so I've raised this child by myself. She's your daughter, Toady, but she's not. She's two years too old to be his daughter, but she's pretending right. to be 11 instead of 13, or 13 instead of 15. What? It's all happening, but right. this was not about Toady. This was okay. about Gary. 
Oh, Gary. So this was like the... Like Classic the, Gary. The fourth or fifth storyline that they were deciding who had the best sausages in Erinsborough. Oh, Just why so they could make sausage jokes. Yeah. And Gary gave the tip of how he barbecues his sausages. He boils them first for about oh, seven minutes. and Gary then puts, sounds like an And then puts it... Nah, he's good. And then he puts them on the barbecue. So I tried that the other night. It's fucking amazing. It was the best. If you if you have a barbecue and sausages, boil them for a bit. Support that. Oh, it was amazing. The taste, the flavour. I didn't think it was going to make any difference, but it was. Just give it a go. Shit, Tim eats. I'm not. I had sausage sandwiches for lunch every every day this week. Oh boy, because of that. It was there. Anyway, I've got the answer. You got the answer. I've got got the the answer. The third vote. This is uh, Katie's big big this vote. Pre-given third vote. She's done. She's taken a lot of care the way she's rolled it up. Yep. Is there any microfilm in there, Tim? Is that- <laughs> no, no, Telstra. We can't afford that. We're, we're, we're lucky to afford paper. I mean, place I work. And she has gone for. She's gone for the Monte Carlo. Oh, this is an upset. This is this is something of an upset. <sighs> I tell you what. Uh, I think that, I thought there was no way she was going to go for the Monte Carlo, but oh boy! Well, I, I'm not, and I wasn't. I guess that's why they call it gambling, Tim. Yep. Yeah, and then if you're going to Monte Carlo, yep, you, you probably might as well stop it in a casino. It's something they're known for there, mm. and why wouldn't you see the sights? This is what tourism is about. Do you not understand tourism? What are you doing? Why would you even travel if you don't understand this? And this and has been a message from Lonely Planet. And that's why, that's why Monte Carlo has beaten Mince Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I've something. This is the biggest yeah. upset since the since the teddy bear beat the Tim Tam. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, you can't say that this biscuit showdown was predictable all the way through. That nah. was preordained. No. Nah. There's been upsets aplenty. I, I went in and today. And it's always come down to, on the day, the biscuit that mm. fucking brings it. And driving here, I thought, there's no way the mint, the mint slice could lose. I've always traditionally said Monte Carlo was my favourite. And I was thinking sure. here going, I really can't wait but to that's that. a bit like saying... Well, I haven't thought about it for a long time. It's just one of those. It's my default answer to favorite biscuit. Yeah, sure, sure. When I had that, mon- when but yeah, I don't know what it was. Oh, maybe I just needed. It's that a bit like saying Citizen Kane is your favorite movie. Citizen Kane is not one's favorite movie. It's a great movie. It's, it's an high, important movie. But, it's yeah. a really good movie. But if there isn't like another movie, like I feel like that's just an answer that people give because they feel like that's the answer they should give. Yeah, and not not the movie that they've actually sat down and been excited to see more times than anything else. You, what, you know what I mean? Like, what, what's your default answer? Is it Boondock Saints? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I find it very hard to answer to that have question a favorite, because, yeah. I, 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 because it changes and because um, because there, there are movies that are right in my wheelhouse uh, that, that I can't, like, I can't help but fucking adore mm-hmm. and then there are movies that I fucking love despite being weird and from out of nowhere and I discovered somewhere things like Boondock Saints or when like Usual Suspects which yeah. Yeah. I was one of the eight people who actually saw that in a cinema before mm-hmm. on a DVD release and had no idea what it was when I walked in to see it mm-hmm. um, 
So, uh, like, the things like that, it's, I mean, it's fucking hard to go past the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's like, but that, that no, is, that's not. I like, <laughs> but, and I sort of think of that as one film, in a way, because it's, it's a fucking it's long film. Uh, <laughs> 29-hour film. Uh, but, listen, if you don't like stories or the cool things, then... Oh, look, I like stories yeah, when they get to the point. <laughs> Um, <laughs> some stories are longer than others. Mm, they don't uh, need to be. Uh, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, Helen's the story of... Uh, Flying high. WWE. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking long story in which nothing has happened so far. Oh, come on. It's WrestleMania <laughs> next week. I can just say that nothing's happened. That's like an event. Except, it's background, yeah. but I... It's, it's theatre. Sure. It's theatre. Uh, so yeah, I think that's. I think it's a tough thing to say. I think um, you can always tell someone who's paid attention to maybe three movies in their life if the answer is the Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption, Redemption or a footballer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or if, uh, or you can tell a footballer whose publicist is going to involve if they say the Notebook. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, they need to. They've been treating women badly. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Maybe less punching them, more mm. watching the movie with them, uh, and let them choose the movie. That Unfortunately, be, if you that do. would be better than hiding bruises, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, the Notebook could lead to punching. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't punching, know. I've not seen it. But, so. <laughs> but punching the director, not the. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, the lake house also falls into that uh, territory. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a t- so it's a tough question. I I also think that anyone who can answer that question without mm. thinking about it, without pausing, no. is uh, also probably has seen three movies. That's uh, probably no. I've I've seen nine this year, and Flying High is still my favorite movie. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not saying there isn't a circumstance where people are like constantly going, uh, "Is that? Yep, no, still my favorite." Uh, but and it yeah. does depend on the mood. Right? <laughs> there are yeah. days when Train Spotting probably would is it's better film. Yeah, it's a better. That's it's a, a, that's a film. Although I really, I kind of struggle with movies where there's no one to like, like yeah. <laughs> and it's a bit like that. Also, that scene with the baby in the ceiling, just fucking, I'm out. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Uh, I, it's kind of a great scene, but it's kind of fucking terrible as well, you, you know. Um, in And and that scene is kind of supposed to be terrible, so it's doing its job, it but, also doesn't, and, but it also doesn't endear me to the movie, you know what I mean? Like, things like, um, like Owning Mahoney... Have you seen that movie? No. I think Mahoney is... Nothing to do with Police Academy? No, different Mahoney. Uh, uh, Is a movie about a guy who is a bank manager or like a branch manager sort Mm. of a situation and goes to Vegas for a weekend or something for some some reason and um, loses some money and then... And it's based on a real guy. Mm. It's based on a real guy. And ends up (laughs) like... Started to borrow a little bit of money out of the bank to uh, place a few extra bets, and then he becomes the guy that the casino sends the private plane for to pick up. And then he starts like ringing people up and go, "Hey, your meatpacking plant is doing really great. You probably want to extend your, uh, you know, your loan with us, just in case you want to expand or whatever. That'd be a really good idea." And I'll just sign uh, a couple million of that over to me, (laughs) 
and then going and losing it all in Vegas. Fascinating movie, really interesting. That goes, like, fucked up. (laughs) And it's tough to get on board. It's impossible, as far as I'm concerned, to get on board with him. It's interesting, his journey... When was it? But fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And you know, addictions are addiction. But yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, he was also making a lot of choices uh, as part of that. that. And that came out, like, 2006 or something, I want to say. If you type in owning, owning a cat comes up first, but it's not that. Well, it is the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Owning Mahoney, oh, okay, that's how you spell. So it's spelt differently from um, Mahoney as as well from from Police Academy. Oh, it's got well that guy in it. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman is the lead. Driver. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we should probably make a move. Oh, you certainly should have by now. Because I've got to pick up my father-in-law, who we picked up at the airport. Last One night. thing to mention. One thing to mention. New Justice League trailer a couple of hours ago. Okay. Basically, uh, first full trailer for uh, for that movie. Okay. Shows some promise, but it's fucking DC, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, the thing I will say that uh, they appear to be doing right at this point is um, Wonder Woman. Uh, she looks fine. She's mm. not particularly well serviced by the trailer. Okay, um, but I really take, like their take on Aquaman. Oh, okay, yeah. Who's playing? Uh, Jason Momoa. Nah, wrong, wrong decision. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted Adrian Grenier, didn't no, you? No, no. <laughs> I wanted uh, Ferguson. Craig, Craig, <laughs> Craig Ferguson, Ferguson should, yeah. should be... Uh, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, trailer of Doctor Who's out as well, so that's coming soon. Couple yeah, weeks, um, weeks. I'm yet to watch that. Yep. I don't know if I'm excited enough to watch a trailer or if I want to let a trailer. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> watching right. a trailer for me might not be the best idea. Yeah. He does wear glasses in one of them, so I thought. No, I, no, I also. Uh, and I have seen a couple of snippets of it here, like, because it's hard to avoid. Um, I also feel like they're not great at trailers. Nah, they just. I don't know. I don't know. It was all right. I don't mind it. Also, I did see there was a trailer for that other movie as well. Um, oh, that other movie. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 2, yes. I'm not a fan of Little Groot, but new, I like the rest of TV it. Spots. Uh, I think it'll be fine. I, um, it looks like Scrappy Doo to me. But well. Potentially. I'm not. I haven't seen it, so I can't judge. I've seen the trailer. Sure. Maybe, maybe it'll be fine. Uh, I mean, what James Gunn has said about his decision to. To do Baby Groot makes sense to me as, as a What's storyteller. And so he's not a fan. Is he a fan of Scrappy Doo? <laughs> he does not mention Scrappy Doo. <laughs> I was watching an episode of Scooby Doo not long ago. Was it? it was yep. on at the gym. Yeah, actually. Yep. Shaggy had a haircut. Oh, really? Fucked. Why? Why? What? What, what the fuck is that about? What do, he doesn't need to have a haircut. What sort of haircut did he have? Like short back and sides. What the hell? Almost like a flat top going on. That's fucked up. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's no. That's, that's there's no need for that. Unless he, unless it's a like a, it's a mohawk that he hasn't spiked up or, or something. Or it may have had something to do with the plot. I don't know because no, well, I couldn't boy, hear it. I don't know about this. But yeah. I, I was doing some trivia with people last weekend. Ooh, I like trivia. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, 
too many questions about obscure Australian poetry for me in this particular bunch. I was I was uh, st ruggling with, um, but no. uh, the I didn't even know there was um, uh, non obscure. <laughs> well, there's an argument to be, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, the question I was all over. Who are the who are the members of uh, Scooby's gang? Oh, right. <laughs> like, yeah, I can name them. Yep. Yeah. Daphne, Velma, Fred, and, Fred uh, and Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I nearly forgot uh, Fred. It's, uh, it's weird when you actually attempt to name them, then mm. you're like, oh no, who am I? Mm. Yeah, but you know. Their name. Um, we need to make a decision, and do we want to go for the same bracket for next week? Uh, uh, for the yeah, for next next time. I think we go same bracket, same bracket. Oh, for sure. So that will be the showdown between the hundreds and thousands and the Tim Tams double coated oh Tim Tams. Oh so again, it's chocolate versus non chocolate. Yeah, Arnott's versus yeah. Arnott's. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, okay. Mm. I mean, it's going to be an interesting one for the punters because there's there's a lot of history there, mm. and I think. I think it's uh, hundreds and thousands is is the you, outsider you, of the competition. You can, you can probably you can probably guess where the odds are. Yeah, you can probably guess where the the, the where some of the judges are going to go. Hundreds and thousands by name. There's been plenty of plenty of turnups. Uh, well, after this week, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, look, so, so next week we'll, we'll probably next week we'll get into that. Yep. Uh, you can email us in the meantime at watchmeforthechanges at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at slash watchmeforthechanges. You can find Ross on Twitter at Ross Mac. Tim, you're on Twitter at ATimLong. I am. And we're on Twitter at WM4TC. Which stands for Watch Me For The Changes. <laughs> That's <laughs> called Cooperation. <laughs> Until there should be more live performances of Sesame Street. No, I've always said that. Always. Yeah. Until next week, you've been Ross. You have been Tim. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bong. Bing. Bing bong. Bong. Bing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. were great in that. Yeah, good work, Paul. Oh, thanks, lads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I play the bass now? Yeah, <laughs> away you go. Please do. Yeah. Something funny about his voice. Though. You <laughs> think he's got a cold? I think he's got a cold. Yeah. It's probably yeah. it. And jet lag. He's just yeah, yeah. finding to do this. Yeah. At least he doesn't sound like a biscuit. You can say that. No. <laughs> doesn't sound like us at all. <laughs> Watch me for the changes.